and welcome to the Salty Boys Podcast. And justice is a dish best served hot. <laughs> this boy is just like licking his asshole. <laughs> Who is your boss man? He got Fern. I think his name's Dave Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Matthews is your boss. <laughs> I hate this party. <laughs> the Salty Boys Podcast. <laughs> and welcome to the Salty Boys Podcast. That was a pretty good funny con, clip right? here. <laughs> also, other funny clip. <laughs> Annoying GM laugh. The Salty Boys Podcast. Oh, that's a th- welcome to a th- Corbin's Bourbon. Ah, oh, damn it! Not again! <laughs> it's it's like, a coup. <laughs> it's like bed bugs. You think you get rid of it? it a coops back up. A coop. Hey, he paid his seven gold fairly. He gets he to coo this round. Yeah, he coos this round. <laughs> um, welcome back. Today we're playing something a little different. Um, we're gonna be playing some new characters, but uh, first- we're also renaming the podcast because this is Dungeon World. So it's the Salty right. Boys. DW podcast now. Salty Boys World? Drums Workshop? We'll figure that out. Not bad. <laughs> we should have talked branding before we even started. Speaking of branding, the people that make these briny brittles, please sponsor us. <laughs> briny brittles for the Salty Boys. Briny, briny, briny brittles. Briny brittles. It's just salty, like <laughs> salt baked Salted into crisp. caramel. Oh. Perfect. Just rebrand that one. <laughs> Love it. It's just Morton's salt. <laughs> we'll take that too. With the as yet to be determined captain's face. You know it. what? That's not the first time I made like a Morton's. No, we've done no, that before. Yeah, we were doing that. We're like branding yeah. and uh, we're talking about sponsors, potential sponsors. And I was like, we were just like rage shadow engine and all this stuff. And it's like Morton's. Morton's. <laughs> that makes the most sense. I for the <laughs> pink Himalayan one. Before we get too off the rails, uh, let's start with introductions to my left. This is uh, this is AR. And um, I am playing. Well, are we going to introduce characters? Or are we waiting for it's that? Up to you. Okay. So there's no rules. <laughs> there's there's no rules because we're not playing D and D anymore. Um, Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm playing a. Um, uh, today I'm playing a halfling druid named Tanner McMartin. Mm-hmm. We'll get more into some more detail later. This evening. I'll be playing a halfling thief named Harap Scallion. I'm Mick Haas. I'm playing a paladin by the name of Justice Klaus. And I am Kronk, and I am playing uh, a the emulator named Atticus Twigburn. Mm, very nice. So uh, where we left off last, there's a horde of orcs um, streaming from the drowned forest towards Saltmarsh. Um, to possibly its inevitable doom. Um, however, this session, we're going to be focusing on an elite group of Grimsguard called Grim's Vanguard. Uh, they have been sent to, um, <laughs> sort of previously from, from the, the siege, to lessen the impact. And this will have a direct impact on uh, the next time we pick up with the main characters. Um, so I'll, I have a little introduction written for you. The forces of Grimm's Guard span now from Salt March to the far, the reaches far beyond, even to the edge of Orc's Water, a settlement guarding a portal from which Coldfinger is drawing his forces. A small elite squad was dispatched, excuse me, dispatched here to gather intelligence and stop, by any means necessary, the force that may encroach on the commander's hometown. Uh, it's night, sitting around a low campfire, hidden deep in the drowned forest, 
Our heroes clutch their respirators and weapons for one never knows when death knocks in this cursed place. So what do we, who do we see gathered around this campfire? So I met, so Scallion, he, um, he's somewhat new to Grimsgard. He w- he was kind of brought in. He was he's not necessarily like what we call an old head, but he's a he's a he's definitely a thief that has uh, been a little bit more past his prime. But he's still he's trying to get back in. He felt the the yearning for adventure and a little bit more fighting. So I'm sorry, but let me- I, I, I'm not oh, the adults are talking. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Were you going to say he okay, felt boomer. the urine for adventure? <laughs> I heard the urine for adventure, and I like that. Bro, he pissed his pants and was like, fuck, it's time to go, Cynthia. He was hanging out I with R. Kelly. lost control. And then he decided he wanted to go on an he adventure. He had to go get his Depends, and he felt a call to action. I love it. Rhyming over beats wearing nothing but Depends. <laughs> so he's um, he joined up with, uh, with Grimsgard, mm-hmm. and... Um, He's a little bit of, he's a little squishier than he was in his younger days. Mm. Um, very much like he, since he was like a veteran kind of thief, he's mm. been around the block, but he doesn't really feel like he needs to prove himself anymore. Usually when you would see a lot more um, thieves, like they're very much like always looking, checking over themselves. Mm. He's a very calm kind of demeanor, a little bit unkempt hair okay. and his clothing. He, though he is a thief, he was not as successful as he wanted to be towards the end of his days. He didn't get a, he didn't get a very good retirement. Okay. But he, um, his clothing, he, it's a little bit patched together to seem maybe he's a little more upscale than he wants people to think he is. Okay. But he, but he's sitting near the fire just with his kind of feet kicked up, mm. twirling, twirling a little dagger okay. around his hands. Um, quick question about, uh, excuse me, about uh, Scallion. Um, you mentioned that he and Grimm sort of have a, th- a thing on the side, um, uh, is that open knowledge or is that e- hidden even from Gremsgard? It's hidden from Gremsgard. I feel okay. like because a lot of times if you have a super elite group of people, you kind of want it to be an or- unorthodox, so they all bring their own special talents to complete a posi- or complete a job. So mm-hmm. for for Scallion, I think he while he did want to join up with Gremsgard, mm-hmm. uh, Grem and him might or Grem might have sweetened the pot okay. a little bit more. Okay, I feel like. Um, with Gremsgard, uh, potentially them knowing like your expertise and knowing that, oh, hey, he's, you know, he's the reason that we have some of the financial assets that we do and that we were able to get like our supplies and stuff. Mm-hmm. That That is something that you could use um, if you want that known. Likewise, it can be used against you, I guess, but it would only be known to like Gremsgard. And, he was and, a traitor. Yeah. And well... Traitor. Traitor, not traitor. <laughs> no, not a traitor, but mm-hmm. a traitor. Okay. Just of goods, however they were acquired. Mm-hmm. Some some lawfully acquired, others maybe not so much. But sure. he knows a guy who knows a guy and, and tries not to get his hands as dirty as um he probably would of his younger days. He's gotten a little bit more savvy to the Perfect. criminal underworkings. Well, colorful past indeed. Yeah. Um, Who next is around the fire? So we'll go to the other halfling at the table. Mm-hmm. Um, who dead. is <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're working up from like shortest to tallest <laughs> AT&T raising the bar <laughs> so uh, so Tanner is um, much the opposite of our other halfling um, he's the one on the team that like he doesn't ever really care what they're doing he's just he kind of it's like a like a cat. He just chooses. To- it's like the Harlem Rye Trotters over here. 
We're like the inverse hard globe trotters. We always lose. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the team that plays with them all the time? So, uh, anyways, Tanner Tanner's like he he uh, he. So Scallion he, said he was kind of aloof. So you're saying he's different? Oh well, maybe. Well, he's not. He's he's like on the edge of the campsite, like picking flowers and shit. And we already had Francis <laughs> on the yeah, podcast. Say, yes, Francis. yes. So basically, imagine Francis. Oh Jesus Christ! So I, I don't. I don't want to. However, the Tanner. This is what he wanted anyway. He, he however, wins. however, <laughs> yeah. Unlike Francis, uh-huh. when given orders, he follows them really well. <laughs> Fair so enough. basically, basically, on his spare time, he is uh, scavenging for moss okay. and, and strange fungal growth. So he's a space cadet when he's when he doesn't have orders, but yeah, but he's very like task oriented when yes. he's been told to do something. Yes. Okay. So like, he's like. Like Zach Galifianakis in The Hangover. Yes. <laughs> when it's time to count cards, he becomes the freaking Rain Man. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Right. So he's basically a combat Rain Man. Um, <laughs> Boy, um, you're just really hurting for 42 the, bullets, the real life accuracy. <laughs> 42 bullets. Art so, imitates life, doesn't it? You son of a so bitch. What, what, drew, what drew Tanner to the service of Grunsgard? Um, well, Kmart. <laughs> Came <laughs> got all them deals. Um, so, <laughs> so Tanner is a, uh, as he's a he, he's a druid, so he feels like earth vibrations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, I'm gonna say that uh, he just felt a need for Speed. something. <laughs> felt a need for something a little bit more. Uh, you know, to kind of kind of rein him in, mm-hmm. and um, something with structure. Yeah, he he just kind of like lets the earth tell him where to go. So he literally just stumbled upon Grim. <laughs> the, the earth is talking to me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, he smokes a lot of weed and then just goes yes. wherever he's yes. 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 and enlisted. <laughs> yes, smokes so much weed that he joined up with a mercenary company. Yes, where he most certainly, possibly will die in the yes. service of somebody else's. But. You know, um, to, to Tanner, to die is to become one with the earth. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> That's like a weird, like, edgy circle of life kind of... Edging? Yes. Edgy? Edging? I, I'm, okay, so wait. So, joining the mercenary company, you, you recognize that you one day will return to the earth, but are you also... Did you do it to expedite other people's return <laughs> to the earth as well? Yes. <laughs> All right. Like weird that was a high idea in the shower. He's like, whoa. <laughs> if I <laughs> shower, <laughs> if, uh, yeah, not me. <laughs> uh, golden shower. Cause I pee my pants. All <laughs> You're in luck. <laughs> oh. Uh, and next. Yeah. So, uh, justice has been sent to procure firewood for the fourth time this evening, uh, which it, that will become apparent why in about 2.4 seconds, uh, <laughs> it in comes, uh, you, you're going to hear justice before you see him. Uh, he's clambering in, uh, clad in his like immaculate shining armor. Mm. Uh, he's got this, this fucking arm full of a miniature forest in his biceps. Uh, he kind of breaks through the brush and goes, The firewood of justice has been served to stoke the flames of almighty goodness. <laughs> and he just kind of lets the fucking logs roll off of his hand and goes, One must wonder why this particular flame of goodness need be kindled so efficiently. 
Uh, this sounds directed at someone else in particular. He's sort of just talking to hear himself talk at this point. <laughs> okay, amazing. Like, yeah, this. So Justice is a he's a human paladin. Uh, he's mm-hmm. this yuppie uh, coming rolling in straight from Waterdeep. Uh, he's his parents are pretty well off. He comes from a pretty uh, white collar family. Um, you know his uh, serves uh, serves kind of a his whole family kind of serves a sort of a lower caste barony kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, he hasn't really wanted for much, but he's not really like high up in the nobility either. Okay. Um, he kind of sees coming and serving Saltmarsh what the rest of his com- his little uh, cast sees as sort of this backwater hillbilly town. He sees it mm-hmm. as sort of a uh, he feels like this is where justice is guiding him. Okay. And justice is definitely you know a man of his own namesake. He follows justice to the letter. Hmm. Oh, he was named for it. So. Oh, absolutely <laughs> right. It's been predetermined. There you go. And his uh, his catchphrase is. Everyone just needs to follow the fucking guidelines. <laughs> just follow the fucking guidelines. Every way, shape, form, fashion. And I got a fashion. For, I got a passion for every way, shape, form, fashion. Bob Evans got a passion for fashion. Got it. Every way, shape, uh, form, or fashion. <laughs> uh, last, certainly not least, we have somebody who's poking the fire with a stick. I imagine. Uh, no, he's sitting on a log, just mm. watching it, like okay. intently. Mm. Um, he's got on. Just like barely clothes, loose pair of pants, and what might count as a vest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and underneath, you can see what looks like perfect, beautiful skin, uh, mm. but he has scarring on it and patterns. Okay. And what look to be kind of tattoos, but they glow just a really dull red. Mm. Um, and he's got like the perfect, like red hair with the slight comb over <laughs> that's just kind of flowing a little bit that almost mm. looks like it's on fire mm. and he's just staring with these eyes that are a dull like burning red and he looks over at uh, justice as he drops the flames and he looks back and then he looks around and he's just got this manic look in his eye and you can tell that this motherfucker's crazy <laughs> um I want to like I want to jump into like a mutable timeline I, uh, I want to jump into um Atticus's past the first time he discovered the flame was that when he set the cat on fire <laughs> maybe is he like is he like a Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> like he lit that pussy up <laughs> no I mean he's not evil mm-hmm. um, he's not good he just yeah. lies somewhere squarely in the middle um, oh you don't say yes <laughs> uh, sometimes he can be uh, just completely happy and over the top and will help people out uh, and Try not to kill them by burning them to death. And other mm. times, um, he just wants to watch the world burn. The flame is a tool. Pretty much. Okay. Cool. Well, that kind of explains itself why he would join Grimsgard because it gives him an excuse to burn some things. Exactly. I One it. of which being um, Rapscallion's uh, right butt cheek. Ah. <laughs> During Rap's um, kind of initiation in it, mm-hmm. he was... Um, he was helping Justice at one point, kind of like stoke the fire, but he was uh, pantsed at one point, and part of the, it seemed at the time, just little jaunt, jauntily ribbing experience, uh, Atticus decided to light his hand ablaze a little bit and pop the shit at a scallion's backside. Mm. So now there is a slight um, imprint on there that will be forever branded into his bum. It was just some light hazing. He just wanted you to show the world the light of justice and carry it with you always. 
Amazing. So, so uh, real, real quick, I gotta, I gotta say, now that I've actually heard Justice's character and Rap's character, I, I switched two of my bonds around because <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> well, can I go ahead and use one of my uh, starting moves while we're sitting here? Yes. Okay. Um, Atticus gets this gleam in his eye, and then the, a little bit of a smile, and he looks over at Justice, and he says, "What fuels the flames of your desire?" <laughs> and so uh, he kind of sits down and kind of puts on his spectacles and takes out his fucking journal he's been writing since he was but a lad. Now, like, mind you, you can't lie about anything. Like You have to be truthful. Also, while this is going on, um, Tanner is playing an organ solo. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby, light my fire. <laughs> and so Justice begins to regale the entire encampment about his journey to discovering the light of true justice. Mm. I want to hear it from the beginning. <laughs> Welcome, Padre. I would love to regale you with the tales of my illustrious call to justice, but I'm afraid we are on a bit of a precarious mission, and we don't have the time that it would take to thoroughly regale you with this tale of justice. Can I also use one of my starting moves? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> to um, stab justice. So oil of Tajit. Taggart. Taggart. Yeah. Um, I would like that oil to be. Oil of Taggart. <laughs> I'd like I got oil, oil Mr. Taggart. <laughs> I'd say you'd had about enough. <laughs> I'd like to use that as um, essentially chloroform. Because <laughs> to like knock him out. To knock out justice because Scallion, while he appreciates the uh, testicular fortitude at which justice enunciates his voice, he would mm-hmm. like to um, have a moment of peace and then light the fire. <laughs> Understandable. Um what what would you do, Justice? Uh, <laughs> I I'm gonna willingly just fail this. <laughs> this happens enough. That- like it's just to the point where Atticus has just sort of convinced him. It didn't take much. <laughs> it's just like holding out a fucking lollipop for a child. So just like chapter one, I awoke from my illustrious bed one morning <laughs> to the light of pure and holy. What's that? Smells like chloroform. And he just <laughs> falls over and starts snoring. So equally talk. loudly. <laughs> it's just a saboon for a stealth character because you're going to be more sneaky with him distracting <laughs> as a distraction. I'm yeah. going to you're power like level a- my character. <laughs> to get like a plus so, 10 to stealth. Yeah. After, uh, after that happens, uh, Tanner walks over and he goes, hey man, I have what you're having. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> justice. <laughs> as a matter of... Uh, pure and holy That's some justice. pretty good shit, man. <laughs> As a, uh, just a matter of mechanics, let's talk about our alignment because it matters in Dungeon World. Uh, Tanner, what is your alignment that earns you XP? Uh, good. Help something or someone grow. Okay. Mine is neutral, avoiding detection, um, or infiltrating locations. Ooh. And justice? Lawful. Deny mercy to a criminal or unbeliever. Chaotic. Spread a dangerous new idea. Very nice. So. We got a good spread. Yeah. Um. You guys have a low campfire. You've taken some um, precautions to stay as hidden as you can in the drowned forest. Um, to mention, um, you were outfitted with respirators. Grem knows all too well the dangers of the drowned forest. So anybody who's deployed here is given these um, respirators uh, with uh, Adalatha ink uh, stamped on the side in a like a metal em- uh, emboss uh, stamp. Um, the stamp, the logo is an eggplant. Yes. <laughs> the eggplant emoji. <laughs> specifically. Yeah. 
with um, the squirting and with the tears oh, face. <laughs> <laughs> with the <laughs> um <laughs> I feel like since we have an emulator, I need to make a Tinder joke, but I can't think of it right now. I'll get there. I mean, Tinder is a joke. He just brought in a whole shit ton of Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking fire. Um, well, I do have to have a symbol of my sacrifice, uh, sacrifices past. Oh. And it says to describe it, so I just put my dignity. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Damn. This got dark. heavy already. When you get pantsed at the fucking third grade play of Peter Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when the school burned. <laughs> It's like Carrie, but with a dude. He, he's that kid from the meme with the clarinet. <laughs> yes. This is fine. Um, uh, so who's who's keeping um, keeping watch? That would be Tanner, because he used one of his uh, starting moves to become an owl. Oh. But so you're my, doing some... My tell is I always have antlers. Okay. That's pretty cool. So even as a halfling, I yeah. still have antlers. That's a cool tell. But you can't actually tell when I'm a halfling, because my you hair is some... so long and matted. Yeah. It just covers them up. Do you have the, like... Uh, Merida brave like hair that goes like up and out. Yes. Okay. But I'm a dude. Or like, uh, try to think of like a hair metal band, like any of them. John Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Basically, go to a jam band festival and pick any of the dudes in the crowd, and that's Tanner. <laughs> all that remains. <laughs> yes, all that remains regularly plays the same festivals as Fish <laughs> and the Grateful Dead. Yeah, no, but their singer has dreads like down to his ankles. So. Oh yeah, he's a dude that like they're longer than him. Yeah, <laughs> that shadows fall. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, because yes. all their mains is bald. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. I don't remember his name. Um, I, I was showing a video to, to uh, Mikos yes, yesterday or day before, and uh, on the in the video, the guy had a shirt that said, Will Smith engage. <laughs> and I really <laughs> want that shirt. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Will Smith engage. Anyway. So anyways, yes, I'm a jackalope out in the trees. Um, so you discover worryingly close to the uh, camp there is a hut that you did not notice before um, before you guys set up camp. It's um, is it a tiny hut? <laughs> it is not a tiny hut. It's owned by Leomond. It's about a twenty foot diameter hut. Okay, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna flutter my owl wings down. Mm-hmm. Uh, can can druids talk as an animal, or do I have to shapeshift back to? Uh, you do people. have shapeshift back. Well, okay. he just shapeshifts like his beak into his regular ass mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's a scary thought. He never gets the faces right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ditto. <laughs> An owl with lips. You see, uh, every one of my creatures is just a dot dot line. <laughs> That's my tell. You see, I'm the ditto. <laughs> You've seen what we do in the shadows, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, with the the cat. Where he's like, he never gets the faces right. Do you remember that? No, which one? Is it's like they're running one? through the house. Oh, no, the movie. Oh, no, I didn't oh, see the movie. Oh, you no. gotta see the movie. Anyway. Yeah, so, uh, anyways, so I guess I'm gonna flutter down to the uh, other halfling. Because mm-hmm. um, I have the most experience with him mm-hmm. uh, since he stole stuff from me and he has tasted my blood and we are bound by it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Casually. It's like a slumber sexually. party thing. Mm-hmm. Um it was the first time I went over to his house, actually. Um, Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Go news, Mr. Taggart. <laughs> Sorry, this isn't gunk bug. Oh, my God. Um, so I, I flutter down to him, and then I shapeshift back into my regular form. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I like, very, like, haphazardly, like, shake him. I guess he's asleep by now. You go, hey, man. There's a hut up the road we didn't see earlier, man. Well, all right, all right, all right. 
Like John fucking Matthew. <laughs> 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 you ever seen Wolf of Fuck it. <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street? Wolf of. <laughs> <laughs> my god um, can you please just call me Murph for no reason <laughs> what, what, what do you want dude there's a new hut I didn't see earlier well, uh, do you I know what like time it, it is it's got bad vibes man vibes don't have a time <laughs> <laughs> fair enough vibes don't know what clocks is bro is this what else did you see there I think I saw God. <laughs> but that might have been the pot. Well, let's go check it out. All right. Should we get everyone else up or just you and me? The big one's too loud. <laughs> I don't know if we should burn it down yet. So uh, how about uh, I turn into a wolf and you put me on a leash? <laughs> some weird shit that kind of some fucking puppy your, play uh, right now <laughs> go ahead make your shapeshift roll what do I roll what uh, dice it's your starting move it's 2d6 it's a wolf with human lips <laughs> you roll I, I should tell you not uh, roll d6 ever here you go no. you just oh. take these uh he's like roll right. plus your wisdom oh, modifier shit. okay oh. so that's an 11 plus uh 16 hot dogs you hold three and you so you are a wolf and now you you hold three um so you guys are on your way to the hut yeah Mm -hmm. okay uh what you see when you get there um it is only 20 to 30 feet from your camp um it is about 20 feet in diameter you see an open hole where a door should be um you see that it is made of uh, large animal bones and dry branches. Uh, sort of, it stands on posts looming out of the swamp. Um, you can see uh, inside a little bit that the floor looks very unusual, but from here you can't tell what. It's like, man, I don't think you looked hard enough for this stuff. I'm going to go grab the other two. I'm a wolf. I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> you like tie him up outside. The- <laughs> Just give him a rawhide for a minute. I'm gonna <laughs> a pig ear. I'm gonna scamper back and get get um okay uh, Atticus and Justice. Okay, Atticus is sitting by the fire. He saw you guys talking and leave. <laughs> He's just still staring at the fire. Nice. Yo, Atticus. Yo, wake up. Are you there? Are you ready to burn something down? That precisely what we need. I need, to, oh, I, need to go, go. I need to get the big one. The big one. Atticus goes over and just dunk, dunk, <laughs> dunk on Justice's forehead. Who dares disturb the Justice slumber? It's time to go <laughs> slumber justify of justice. something. <laughs> Wait, what was I missed that? What was that? Uh, Atticus said it's time to go justify something. <laughs> Are we justifying something particularly unjust? There's evil people that need to be uh, gotten rid of. For justice! <laughs> And he's, he's gone. <laughs> running, through the, running through the swamp. The opposite direction. <laughs> this way. Oh, no. He's got like a, it's like a how a bloodhound can like sniff blood. <laughs> he can sniff he, out He's got that for just, just injustice. All right. Just are. are you declaring a quest? Oh, yeah, dude. We are purging. We are uh, going to defend the drowned forest. From mm. the inequities that beset them. Amazing. The inequities being justices perceived injustice. Yes, whatever injustice you may find. Um, what are your boons? The boons I am going to get. 
a voice that transcends language. Nice. As well as a mark of divine authority. Very nice. Um, Your requirement to maintain your blessing will be truth. So you are forbidden to lie. All right. I don't I know. Feel like that was I, just you probably name. wouldn't do that anyway. But, right. <laughs> um, but now you super can't. Um, okay. Um, so Tanner, you you pretty much stayed, right? You you stayed. Hang yeah, on, like the hut. I'm being a wolf. I'm like circling. Certainly. Yeah. So uh, you're like licking your paw and like cleaning your face a little bit, and uh, with one wipe of your paw, you see a uh, a figure with black scales uh, leaning on a stick, standing in the doorway. Um, that certainly was not there when last you looked. Um, and it stares expectantly at you. Um, and in a voice you recognize, hello. So are we just going to say, I can talk to this thing? You get, <laughs> so, or do I have to shapeshift back again? So he, I'll tell you something about this character already, is well, that he has speech of beast and leaf, which is a similar move to what you have, which allows him to understand. So... Okay. You could you could say what you would say. You don't have to do the. But, but everyone to. else can't hear. It. Co- yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, hey man, what are you doing in my swamp? <laughs> <laughs> your swamp. That's what the boss man said. Who is your boss man? He's got fur, two legs. <laughs> I think his name's Dave Matthews. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Matthews is your boss. <laughs> All right. Uh, he, he walks down the, the rickety steps that look as if they're about to give at any moment. Um, and he comes up and reaches a hand down to scratch the top of your noggin and behind your ear. That's almost inappropriate, but it feels too good. Is <laughs> <laughs> so your back leg going? <laughs> Um, typical, like the body's like a typical dog behavior, but the voice is just like a total pothead, hey which does man. not. Matter. <laughs> hey That's man. pretty good. Um, so the three of you uh, emerge upon a scene of um, <laughs> uh, Mister. Uh, shit, I'll get the names right. A wolf, soon. a wolf with antlers being pet by a lizard folk. Yes, um, and uh, as obviously hearing the, the clank of armor, uh, turns his head, uh, leaning on a stick. Uh, what are you doing here? We could be asking you the same question. This is my home. Just you? No one else? Yes. I sought seclusion here after a debt that went unpaid. What Who you- is the unjust fiend that prevented himself from paying your debt, good citizen? His name is Francis Bolf. We gotta kill him. <laughs> Do we know him? <laughs> Uh, like just because of I mean, do you are any of you from Saltmarsh? His or? deeds and blowing up the moon. Well, it's I mean, possible. I feel like anything having to do with the moon also resonates with Tanner because you know mm. the moon and the Earth can't have one without the other. <laughs> yeah, and if we're following <laughs> Earth rules, the moon and the Earth are made from the same stuff, anyways. Mm. So I feel like that's dirt, moon <clears throat> dirt. He's like really well. Tanner's like, hey man, wasn't that the fool that stopped the moon from being blowed up? Yes, but he is also a threat to nature, and he. He will owe me a debt in the future. Man, you know who owns debt? The government. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I moved out here. I see you are a kindred spirit. Fuck the government, Uh, bro. (laughs) Um, 
Let's see. Okay. Yeah, we're still good. Uh, I'm just They're checking casting moves mind control on our water, bro. <laughs> <laughs> casting mind. That's incredible. I haven't thought of that before. You ever tried to test your water for aluminum, bro? That's <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna have to excuse my friend over here. Mm. Where? Well, th- you can't understand me. I'm still a wolf. <laughs> if we, I feel like if we share blood in a bond, I don't know. You're right. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Okay, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, which is mind. my job, obviously, not yeah. the DMs to allow things. <laughs> That's what it, hey, I don't care. <laughs> there are no rules. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, just fucking just all your seven dice. pages worth of rules over. Put yeah. a number in a calculator. Tell me what number you got. Just right. Fucking roll. I don't care. That's quick math. So you still haven't answered my question of what you're doing here. Well, who are you? My name is Anatole, and that doesn't really explain much. No, it doesn't. Okay, uh, so why are you here? I said I sought solace. Duh. Why? <laughs> I had. I had something, and it was taken from me. Okay, yes, and, I did too. And now this Francis Bolf owes me a debt. And you're living here because of that? Yes, <laughs> but it hasn't happened yet. That's dumb. Yes. <laughs> Wait, yes, man, that is true. Are you saying the debt hasn't happened yet, bro? Yes. Are you, like, doing time shit to us, bro? <laughs> time is convoluted. How can time be real if our faces aren't even real? <laughs> Why do birds have wings and legs? It's unfair. They can walk and fly. Damn. I hate this party. Tanner. <laughs> Tanner's also half Jaden Smith. Yeah. All right, so he's, this, he's a half ling. So he's, he's wearing a dress, is what you're saying. Yeah. So at this point, um, uh, Justice is going to kind of step forward. And mm-hmm. It's like. Good sir, if we are to help you correct this injustice, we need you to be more forthcoming with us, compadre. Mm. Um, it sounds like you are uh, attempting to parlay. Uh, I'm actually attempting to use my I am the law feature. Ooh, what's that? When I give an NPC an order, so I'm basically ordering him yeah. to like quit bullshitting. Just yeah. cut to the chase. Uh, I get to roll plus charisma on a seven plus. They get to choose one. They can either mm-hmm. do as I say, back away cautiously, then flee or attack me. Ooh, all right. And I also get some cool shit if I get a 10 plus, but okay. let's face it. You've seen how I roll in 40K. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ooh, five, six. So that's an eight plus one, which is a nine. Okay. So uh, they choose one. They either, either do what you want back away and flee or attack you? Yes. And your I, order was, you need to be more forth, forthcoming. Yes. I also have a div- mark of divine authority and a voice that transcends language. Yeah. Mm. If that helps. I feel like you, uh, so uh, the common tongue is not his primary tongue. So I feel like your voice speaks to the back of his mind in like the most primal language that this uh, lizard folk can understand. And uh, uh, your <laughs> your gaze of justice uh, like burns through his soul and and pierces it such that um, yeah he's going to divulge this information. Um, this is uh, what do you need to know? We need to know if this injustice has not occurred. When will it occur? And what can we do to prevent said injustice? Ooh, I don't think he can tell you because I don't think he. He, he either has the capacity to convey when it will happen. Uh, he seems a man trapped in in time that he he knows it will happen, but he doesn't know when. So he can give you more details about 
what happens, but he can't tell you when exactly. This seems to be a perplexing matter, good sir, but we've already come this far, so how about you just tell us whatever you can, and <laughs> my compatriots and I will decide where to go from here. Hmm. This is the trick of things that haven't happened yet is that they're mutable, but what I can tell you is that I did someone a favor, and then Mr. Bolf attempted to stop me and took something dear and precious to me. Can we take it back? It's possible, but you'd have to find some way to stop him. What did he take? Something that was dear to me. Okay. I don't know what it is yet because it hasn't happened yet. A deer. A deer. (laughs) A female deer. (laughs) Ray. Ray. Star Wars. <laughs> so, uh, Mary Sue. <laughs> so, Justice, should we help him if someone stole something from him? That seems to be the just course of action, my pyromaniac pal. But I would also like to know how this man seems to know our canine companion. They seem to have some form of a history together. But Justice. Mood. Kindred. <laughs> At this point, he's just like licking his asshole. <laughs> Hey, man. <laughs> but Justice, what if this lizard here is the bad one and this Francis Bolth was just trying to do something good? That is for me to decipher, my friend. <laughs> you should think about that. And he should think about Ant telling us how he knows our druidic companion friend. Can I not be a wolf? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm not a wolf. All right. Do you still have the still leash on? Still my asshole, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Anatoly continues, like, scratching your, your noggin. <laughs> Could I do a um, discern realities mm-hmm. to this guy? Yes. Roll plus wisdom. Shit. That's a four. Okay. So so you miss. I do miss. Um, let's see. Let me refresh. It's been a little bit since I ran Dungeon World, so I'm going to be going back and forth in the... Uh, You'll, uh, so it looks like, so for, um, for rap, he was about to say something, but got mm-hmm. like distracted for a second. He's like, oh shit. Yeah. He really did. You he really saw me can't. shift back from a wolf and he's still not used to me shape shifting. Mm-hmm. It's like, I really hate when you do that when I don't see you coming. <laughs> hey uh, man. So good, bro. There is, there we go. Um, so, uh, you look at Anatole and you see that he is, uh, his form is shimmering um, as he is scratching Tanner's head. And uh, he realizes, I didn't realize my time was so short. I'm sorry I can't help you further. We will meet again. And uh, he starts to walk back towards his hut and his shimmering form becomes, uh, d- becomes formless and uh, he disappears as a spirit of the forest. Um, however, you think you hear something in the distance. We Damn, like I just switched discern. back from a wolf. I could have used my wolf hearing. Realities? <laughs> um, to see what is about to happen from what we hear? Let's see. Uh, is it like perception? Uh, yeah, that would normally be discern realities. He already rolled it, so you hear something in the forest, something large, something crushing through the brush. Can I hear where it's coming from? Uh, you can with another discern realities. Is there any fire around here? Uh, about 30 feet away towards your camp. Okay. Uh, that's a three. God, it's going to be like Francis. And are there, is there anything here can that you give I can me, use that's explosive? <laughs> can you give me a bit of, um, uh, a bit of some justice monologue about like how you're determining direction? Like the, 
the bounce, the <laughs> echolocation of your speech, like bouncing off the tree trunks, like how does... Yeah, so I imagine at this point, uh, Justice is kind of like going through a few different forms. Think mm-hmm. like Taekwondo, but it's like <laughs> Justice Quan Justice. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, he kind of adopts like the mantis stance and then the bear stance. And then he mm-hmm. kind of cu- takes his hands and kind of cups them over his ears, kind of like a deer does to mm-hmm. hear. Yeah. And he just kind of like is kind of like slowly rotating his mm-hmm. head around trying to like get the sonic waves into his ear holes. Yeah. Um, and as you, you turn... Um, you see a tree come crashing down upon you. You take six damage from this tree trunk being uh, like slamming down on you. Um, you manage, obviously you have some armor. Um, you able, you're able to like move out of the way a little bit, but you see that this was no ordinary tree. This was a troll swinging a great club down upon you and you see it's toothy grinning face breakfast. <laughs> so what is going on here? <laughs> Uh, narratively, there is no like initiative, so whoever wants to go, you you call it. Okay, oh, so- justice is gonna leap into action. <laughs> Just so, yeah. As a druid, I can shapeshift into any creature that belongs in my. Does that include mythical creatures? It does not. Okay, so that's just a, like that's normal, an move. Yeah. normal animals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything that goes in a forest. Okay, but like, <laughs> like real animals. Donk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, so Justice is going to look at this. This troll just looked at him and bared his teeth and mm. indicated that he was about to be his breakfast. Mm-hmm. It's like, too late, compadre. I have already had my serving of justice. <laughs> and he kind of grits his teeth and kind of pulls the axe out and mm. kind of like the eyes kind of flash like, and justice is a dish best served hot. <laughs> and he like leaps up at him and attempts just to take a Ooh. chunk out of him. Yeah, give me a hack and slash. With the with the great axe. All right, hack you do and your, slash. Uh, your damage. That is a roll plus strength. Mm-hmm. 2d6. Ah, balls. Plus your strength. I think it was a good roll too. Six. Woo! Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. God damn. Uh, how much armor do you have? I have two. Okay, so you would only took four damage. Because you just yes. subtract straight armor from however much damage you take. Oh, that's okay. correct. So yeah. that puts me down to 21 instead that's of 19. beautiful. Good call. All right. Uh, I read yeah, the but, rules. That's a, but that's a 12. <laughs> One of them. On hack and slash. Yeah, so that's really good. Um, and I'm hitting him with my, it says a halberd. I'm sort of flavoring it to be like this immaculate looking like ceremonial axe. Yeah, it's like this single headed, like almost woodcutter's axe, but the head's okay. pretty like wide. Okay. But mechanically, it's a halberd. Okay. Um, so yeah, got, roll your class damage. Class damage. All right, it's plus one damage. Mm-hmm. It's two-handed with reach. I don't know if that... Um, yeah, so you're both attacking at reach. Normally, you'd have to, like, maneuver yourself closer, and that would put you at, like, a, a disadvantage. Gotcha. But All right, so 1d10 plus one. That's two damage. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Uh, you you sink your axe into the, that, the meaty hide of this troll, and he... Uh, he grins a a, a toothy, sm- um, like a semi-toothless smile, drool dripping down his chin. He says, oh, breakfast play. Um, I would yeah. like to go, but um, I would like to try and move out of the way mm-hmm. or like try to be less visible. Yeah. And can, and could you also spout lore? Ooh. So I could see if there's a, a certain way to get up on the Hydra's back. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So let, me, let me roll real quick. Well, uh, hang on. Which move oh, are you doing? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, sorry. It's a spout lore. So okay. um, consult my accumulated knowledge about something. So I guess yes. assuming that I, since I've been so well versed in the like criminal world kind of thing, I feel like yeah, you've ha- seen trolls' blood. You know, troll skin. <clears throat> even like on my troll rats. in the dungeon. Roll plus int. 
Roll plus int. That's a plus one. That is a 11. 11. So I get to tell you something interesting and useful about the subject relevant to your situation. So trolls are weak to fire. It's interesting and useful. Um, They have a regenerative quality. Um, Their instinct is to smash things. That sounds... Uh, useless, but in the context of Dungeon World, there's a there's a thing for instincts. Um, they have a little bit of... They have a, a very li- a low amount of armor. Um, they have a decent amount of health points. And uh, very easily, they can, they can throw things uh, pretty far. Um, as well as a um, semi... Uh, they're, they're somewhat immune to some effects of magic. Mm-hmm. So that's what you get with that spout lore. All right. Sorry. I'm getting a phone call. Nope. You're good. Can I relay that to um, Atticus? Yeah. Be like, Atticus, burn. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> so we are 50% down. So um, let's, uh, let's take a break real quick. Uh, are you recording right now? Okay, cool. Um Simmons, Simmons, hey, hey, roll me over, Simmons, hey, hey, guess what, I'm a pickle, I'm pickle crunk, it's the Salty Boys, and It's not bourbon. And etching! etching.